0: aspad.com Ask Pat. Ask Pat. What's up everybody? Paplin here and welcome to episode 1151 of Aspad 2.0 and also welcome to 2021. Happy New Year to you and if you happen to be listening to this episode right at the start of the year here, I wish you all the best for 2021 and we're going to kick off the show with a brilliant coaching call because that's what we do here. I coach people and you listen in. You're like a fly on a wall during these conversations, and you get to learn alongside those entrepreneurs who are here, who are just like you, who may need some help. And today we're speaking with Jim from Spanish and Go. This is a very popular YouTube channel, and unfortunately, the pandemic in 2020 they did a little number on their business, especially because he and his wife, they manage travel excursions, they teach language and travel, and, and and going to other countries right now isn't really gonna happen, at least you know, not for a while, and hopefully things do get back to normal as much as possible here in 2021. But despite that, and at the time of this conversation, things were getting kind of tough. So I wanted to have a conversation with Jim and help him out, and today you're gonna hear exactly what you can do if you've been affected by not just COVID or the pandemic, but by really anything external. How might we pivot? How might we adjust? Let's talk about it. Here's Jim from Spanish and Go. Hey, Jim, welcome to Ask Pat 2.0. Thanks for coming in today. Thanks for having me, Pat. It's a real honor. I'm really excited. I just have to thank you here on the air because I know that you guys are always popping into the income stream every morning. I see your name and I see that you have this amazing YouTube channel that's grown pretty well. Congrats on all the success, but also just thanks again for being a part of the community. Oh, thanks a lot. Let's talk about that YouTube channel really quick, Spanish and Go, and also Spanishandgo.com. Tell us a little bit about kind of how all that got started, and then we'll go from there.
1: Yeah, well, I used to be a recording engineer in my hometown. I owned a recording studio there, and that's sort of my background. In my early 20s, I really wanted to travel. So I thought, well, what's the best way to travel to a lot of different countries? I decided learning a language would make sense, and the language to learn was Spanish, because I wasn't going to learn Mandarin, right? (laughs) It's It's a hard one. (laughs) Would have been a little bit more difficult. So I picked Spanish. I had a co-worker who recommended this website, and it was a website a little bit like Facebook, but for learning languages. And there I met Mai, my wife, and the co-founder of Spanish & Go. So I had never traveled outside of the country before, And meeting her was a game changer for me. It was a life changer, not only just learning Spanish, but meeting her and getting to know Mexico. And she's a teacher. And so that's her background. And when we met, we were traveling around Mexico. And it was so cool to learn about each other's cultures that we thought, maybe there's a way we can combine forces to provide something for people who are looking to maybe travel to a Spanish speaking country or move to a Spanish speaking country. And so we decided that we would start a podcast, actually. And early on, we recorded like 12 episodes. I don't know why we never released them. But that was kind of our, our beginning stages of getting to figure out what we really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And so in our travels in Mexico, I was always following different bloggers and it fascinated me that people could just work online and travel all the time. So I reached out to um, someone I was reading a lot at the time and he happened to be in Mexico and we decided to meet up with him. We reached out and he's like, oh yeah, come by. I'm in Sayulita. So we headed out that way. And when we met him, that was a turning point for us. We realized, wow, like this guy is out here traveling full time and living completely off of his blog. And not only that, he was with about six other people who were also living from their online businesses i thought okay Whoa. this can this can be done that was uh, a huge moment for us so we started you know talking a little bit more about what we wanted to do was it going to be a podcast was it going to be a blog was it going to be video and we went to our first conference and it was there where everyone was like no video is the big thing right like everybody is moving to video because with that and you've talked about this before too not only do you have images But you have audio and you have potentially, well, you know, from the audio, you can convert that to text. So it's almost like doing a blog post and a podcast and a video all in one if you wanted to Mm -hmm. um, separate that out. So we started the YouTube channel to show people real world situations, how they could travel to different Spanish speaking countries and show them how to get around and the different things that they're going to need to know, be it culturally or language wise, to travel around comfortably.
0: That's so cool. That's so cool. And with video, obviously, with your travels, you're showing context to where you're at and the people you're meeting and all these amazing cultural related things. It's just, I think, perfect. And so where is the channel now? How has it grown? Give us a little bit of insight on sort of where things are today.
1: Sure. Yeah, we just crossed 111,000 subscribers, and I think we're around the 6 million view mark. And we... Started the podcast earlier this year, which has been growing really quickly as well. We're already over sixty thousand downloads with that, and
0: we started about seven months ago. Incredible. Congratulations to both of you, to you, Jim, and to my and what a wonderful story. And I'd love to know what we can do to help you now. So where might there be some either problems or bottlenecks or what's going on? Sure thing. Well, at the beginning of this year, we were really excited because
1: this was going to be like our big breakout year. We had planned several Spanish immersion retreats that we host in Mexico, and we had done well three prior to the pandemic. And we thought, okay, we're going to see how how we can have more of these because they were really life changing experiences for people who joined us. I mean, some people decided to, or were planning to move to Mexico, and this helped give them the confidence to be able to do so. And just the the in-person interaction is unbeatable. I'm sure you can relate to that hosting your conference and everything. It's a whole Mm -hmm. different vibe when you're actually able to talk to the people who have been following you face-to-face and help them out on a more personal level. For sure. And so we were going to expand that this year, but we all know what happened. Um, (laughs) We ended up having to cancel several retreats, or actually the retreats we had planned for the rest of the year. And what was going to be a six-figure year for us ended up being nowhere near that. So we decided to sort of pivot. You know, On the channel, we do a lot of travel videos. We thought, well, no one should be traveling right now. We don't feel comfortable going out and you know, recording ourselves, visiting different places, and giving people the wrong idea. Like that's not what anyone should be doing. So we decided to start the podcast, which, as I mentioned prior, was something we always wanted to do. And so we've been doing that now every week since we started. I think we kind of backdated some of the first episodes to like April. So we started in the spring and now our main focuses are on the podcast and the YouTube channel. And that's a tricky thing. I mean, I know you have a channel and you have two podcasts. It's a lot of work just with that. So we've been having trouble just staying consistent on our channel and also making a solid I don't know how to say like um, an income apart from YouTube, just because it was a real shock this year, being able to pretty much rely a hundred percent on what we're making from YouTube to that ad revenue going down to like half. And I think it did for a lot of different
0: niches and <laughs> ours included so we th- definitely hit really hard for, yeah for sure so you you had the ad revenue go down you had your retreats being canceled so you had a six-figure plan COVID happened and and you've had to make some pivots and, and you are pivoting but it's it's a little bit of a struggle
1: yeah, so our our struggle our struggle right now is that we have this membership that goes along with the podcast. We always had the plan that we would have exclusive material available for anybody who listens to the podcast if they wanted the transcripts, if they wanted mm-hmm. a breakdown section. And we think we've made a great program for anybody who's kind of towards the end of their their beginning stages with learning Spanish and they're ready for some tougher material that can help take them to the advanced stages so we're really there for late beginner intermediate spanish learners with the podcast cuz that's all in spanish and the membership includes a bunch of different things we're we're expanding it as well we want to have like a plus membership as well where our students can join us every weekend for a class like a group class video conference sort of thing and so we're trying to create this on top of being consistent with YouTube and everything. And I think the biggest struggle for us right now is that the way we've built this membership. I think you know, it's hard to sell it to people who maybe haven't listened to the podcast or they think the podcast is too difficult for them, but that's also the same people. Those are the same people who would probably benefit the most from the podcast. So it's kind of tricky. It's like if they if we already have somebody listening to the podcast, they might not understand the benefit of getting the membership. And so, you know, in in the world of marketing, I mean, I listen to, you know, a lot of the stuff you put out and what other people put out about, you know, marketing tips and what should you do, a, a webinar, Facebook ads, and, you know, the whole gamut. And now we're just kind of in a point, at a point where we're not sure what to do moving forward. We'd like to get a hundred members in our membership. We're at about 60 right now, but I know at a hundred people who are, you know, mostly sticking around, we would be comfortable and not have to rely on YouTube ad revenue and also not have to worry too much about the fact that we can't have retreats right now because we're going to have to, you know, wait until we can see when we're able to announce those again. So In order for us to be comfortable, I just feel like we're, you know, running at 110% capacity. We have a team right now that we just started this year, thanks to your friend Chris Ducker and, and his book, you know, virtual freedom. I read that last year and I thought this is what we need to do. We're always working and we need time for, you know, to live, but we also need to be able to make enough to live comfortably. So that's kind of where we're at. We're just not sure what the next move would be. What would be the best way to advertise or or share the value that the membership has for people who might not even realize that it's exactly for them. They might think the podcast is too difficult and this is
0: exactly the solution that they're looking for. Awesome. Well, thank you for that background. And number one, we'll eventually get back to those retreats and the ability for us to do that again. Right. So that's not like forever gone. It's just kind of on pause for right now. Right. So hopefully that provides a little bit of encouragement. Like, hey, that's just on hold but it's still something that we want to do. And of course, when things get back to normal, whenever that might be, that's just going to be another amazing bonus that opens up. And this is kind of cool because now this almost forces you to create something that would then allow for a more, a higher baseline of income, right? And anything on top of that then can be added bonus when the retreats come back or when AdSense revenue comes back and and all those sorts of things. So I love sort of where this is going, but or I wouldn't be too discouraged about the retreats because they'll come back, right? They're going to come back and they're going to be awesome. And it's almost like, let's use this time to build this foundational type stuff now so that when we can do that again, it's going to be that much better. We'll be able to do it even even better. We'll have more of a, of a budget to do more team related things and it'll be even that much better. So kind of future thinking in that way in a more positive format is, is sort of step number one right number two would be with relation to your question about okay the membership and all the benefits that go along with it i think there's a few things that we could do from this point right with 60 members which is amazing this is proven people want it and that's fantastic it's like i i would worry if there were no members yet and we're, we're okay we have to see if this thing is even worth doing so let's micro test it first you've gone through that already it's proven now i think we need to understand the messaging a little bit more what about the membership is keeping people in. And that has to come from your members themselves. When we try to guess what that is or what we think, we're not always going to land on that right answer and we're not gonna know the exact language to use. But if you can either survey or ask or even just have conversations with people in the community right now, maybe it's not the center of all the discussions but just on the side, like, hey, by the way, like, tell me a little bit about what you love about the membership or why do you stick around, I'm just curious. And you'll be able to hear, number one, some very encouraging words, I'm sure, that'll get you pumped and excited. But number two, you're gonna know what language to use to express to those who are not in the membership yet. And those are the kinds of things that need to be pulled out on the sales page, be put into your emails, and also, of course, be put into your podcast episodes. Better yet, instead of even hearing the middleman you tell the audience, what if you had your members tell your audience for you? And this is why it's really cool. I think it's perfectly aligned to this. You have a podcast, which is a perfect platform to bring stories. And if you were to feature members of your community and their stories, that immediately makes people who are not in that community feel like, oh my gosh, there's a community and this is the kind of level of membership that people are in there with. And this is the kind of stuff we do in there. Like now I feel left out. Now I'm gonna at least think about it a little bit more and and, and I can already imagine myself being in it. And so what I'm saying specifically is like, you might use some of your show to put a spotlight on some of your members and pull their stories out and talk about their transformations being in there, have them essentially sell it for you. And I've done this a few times with some of my programs, not necessarily the membership program that we launched this year as well, but more specifically some of my courses. And it always does a much better job than I can at selling the thing, because it's coming directly from somebody who represents the listener who is not yet in there. How's that resonating with you?
1: Yeah, that sounds great. So maybe we should ask a few of our members if they would be willing to just have a quick session where we get a testimonial from them, maybe on video, and then we could use that for our sales page and possibly even include
0: it in a podcast episode. Is that what you're saying? Potentially, yeah. I mean, that's that's level one. I think treating it as a testimonial is sort of level one of, OK, let's bring people on the inside and, and showcase what they feel about it. But I think even deeper than that, let's go level two. Let's invite or even have like a member of the month. Maybe this is something that you could reward your members with Hey, every month. We're going to select a member of the month. And as part of this member of the month thing. We're going to highlight you here. We're going to we're going to share a little bit more about you with the other community members and have them get to know you a little bit better and, and just feature your story here inside the membership community. and. You'll also get a 15-minute a, a spot on the podcast in an upcoming episode. So it doesn't have to take up the entire episode, but maybe they enter their way into the episode on the tail end of one. And what happens is now there's just a conversation. Hey, tell us about like your experience learning Spanish. Like, where was your favorite place to travel? Like, What are you looking forward to when we get out of this pandemic. And then, of course, they might even mention some of the retreats that they're excited to be on that they're already signed up for. They might mention, you know, their favorite parts of the community or some of the other people that they're there with. And just naturally through their before and after, your membership becomes a part of that conversation. It's not like you want to invite them out and go, uh, all right, tell everybody why you think they should be in the membership, right? It's more of a where did you get started with this and what has helped you to where to get where you're at now and naturally the membership always comes up yeah and this becomes a very very cool organic way for people to go oh there's a membership or oh that's what the membership is like or whoa this is the caliber of people that's in there like i feel left out now like i want to be i want to be involved in that yeah
1: no I, i like that a lot that makes sense i hadn't really thought about it that way before i was thinking in terms of like testimonials or just have a clip of them sharing their experience that we would share on the podcast, like we share some of our reviews for the podcast. But I think that's even better if we could showcase a couple of our students, that would really help. And I like what you mentioned there about community. I think that's something that when we started the membership, we were kind of missing because we were going to have a basic package and a plus package. And the basic package is basically, you know, everything on the platform, where they have the transcripts and the breakdown sections. And that's actually essentially like an exclusive podcast where we explain in English what we talked about in the podcast and help reinforce some phrases and vocabulary. Mm -hmm. But the private Facebook group and the classes were for the Plus members. So maybe we should add something more to where it feels a little bit more like a community, even on the basic level, and encourage people to move over to the Plus level once they hear about, maybe somebody on the podcast that we showcase where they talk about how great the classes are and that could
0: get people excited. I think also you had mentioned that you were going to do these things on the weekend where y'all would come together. And I think that's really special. And maybe once a quarter or even once a month, you could pull a clip from that actual conversation with those people and you can set it up by saying like, All right, listeners, what you're about to listen to is just a small clip from our previous uh, workshop that we held for our members this past weekend. And it was one of the most important and impactful parts of it. And I just wanted to share it with you. And just so you know, these are the kinds of things we do every weekend. We come together as a group and a community and we'd love to invite you in. In fact, because you're a listener to the show, if you want to get in now, we're actually doing a special deal before the new year begins and you can get into the membership at the lowest price it's ever going to be before the price goes up in 2021. And we'd love to invite you in and and you can get access to these workshops too but anyway here is a clip from the workshop and then boom it's like you start maybe even saying names in there it's just like a little clip that's very organic and it's like you know maybe it's still you and just saying like all right and yeah john okay john's question is this and all right uh, janice yeah she's here okay here's my thought about that and they're hearing you like mention people's names and it feels very good you're they're learning some stuff it's like wow i want to be there and then at the end of that clip, you go, okay, by the way, again, one more time, if you want to get access to this membership and, and, and give it a shot, you get, you know, a 30-day money-back guarantee if it's not for you, but I promise you, you're going to want to hang around because everybody in the community is awesome. Big shout out to our new members this past month, Joey and Jonathan. I don't know why they're all J names, but that's what <laughs> came to mind. And, you know, it's just like, this thing is happening and I'm not a part of it. Like, I need to know. And now I am almost forced to make a decision to either get in or not. And if I don't, I miss out on this, um, you know, discount or this this bonus opportunity or, or whatever. Sure.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. You're uh, giving me all kinds of ideas that I hadn't really thought of before. I guess I was thinking like, oh, do we need to do a webinar? Do we need to do this or that? But there's a lot we could do just by adding a few things
0: to some of our podcast episodes. Yeah, you have content already. You don't need to make another content thing like a webinar. You could kind of bring a lot of that stuff that you would put into the webinar to your podcast or even some of your your videos as well. Maybe there's a, I don't know how you would do these workshops, but maybe it's more like a Zoom thing and maybe like organically in the middle of an instructional video, you go, hey, and you know, to help you, we we actually talked about this in our membership Last week, and here's a five minute clip that actually answers this question. And then you play that clip, and it's just like it feels different. It feels it's a Zoom call, and then there's people there. You see the chat going, and at the end, same kind of pitch. And by the way, if you want to check out this membership, you can join me and several other community members, and we chat every week. This is how you can focus on your Spanish and 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 get fluent, and also when we can travel again, we're going to travel together, and we'd love for you to be a part of it. Here's the landing page, a link in the description below. Okay, let's move on to the next point. And you know, you don't make a huge deal of it, but now like. People hear it on the podcast once, and am like, oh, cool. And they hear it on the, the the YouTube channel. Oh, okay, awesome. And then maybe eventually you might get to a point where you run some retargeting ads, which you can actually do on YouTube and on your website. And what the cool thing is, is if you get like a Google AdWords account, you can in fact put a little tracking code onto your YouTube channel so that people who watch certain YouTube videos, you can actually retarget them with ads. And, and, and the cool thing is, Maybe you know that they've watched four of your videos where you mentioned the membership. Now you can have a little bit more targeted of an ad down the road. You don't have to do that, but there's, there's just so many things to unlock with things you already have. And I'm just trying to like piece all these things that you already have available to you together. I, ho- I hope it's making sense.
1: Absolutely, yeah. No, that's great because the thing we were afraid of is thinking, oh, okay, we're gonna have to do a webinar. We've never done that before and that's going to take you know this much time, which is time away from the YouTube channel And we just don't want to abuse the channel or the podcast. Being consistent is so important and showing up for your audience. And, you know, we want to be there for everyone in our audience. But if it means, you know, we have to take a week away because we're focusing on a webinar, I don't know if that would work well for us. So I I like these ideas. This is this is good good stuff.
0: Good. And then in terms of production, where do you think you might need some help to stay on top of things? Is there anything that's taking way too much time than it should, or what's kind of the bottleneck do you think.
1: Well, you've probably seen that the last couple of questions I've had on the income stream have had to do with delegating email. I'm fascinated yes. by that <laughs> idea because anytime anyone has a question for us, we try to give them a good answer. But you know, you can't even really spend five minutes on an email when there's, you know, 20 emails every day, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so <laughs> it just gets to be a lot. It's it's time consuming and it, it can be a little draining. It's not that we don't want to help. It's just that it takes away from other things that are the reason why people are reaching out and they're reaching out because of the channel and we're able to help them through the podcast and we want to be there for everybody. But I think, you know, the biggest thing right now is delegating email. We did just get a new assistant. We have a small team. Our assistant is, I guess, close to ready to be able to take over email, but we've never done this before. So I guess it's just a little bit of figuring things out as we go.
0: Cool. Well, if you go to the website, smartpassiveincome.com, you can look up Jess in the search bar, who is my executive assistant. And both of those episodes, she was on 115 and 400 something. We talk about how we work together in the email and how that saves us a ton of time. I will say, though, have you thought about with these questions that come in, especially ones that are more popular that you see from multiple people creating a YouTube video to answer that question? Because a couple things can happen there. Number one, now your emails are actually, in fact, informing the content that you say you need help creating and staying consistent with. And number two, you know they're in alignment with what your audience needs help with, which likely will also be helping helping you in terms of findability with people who are like them who are also looking for similar answers to that question. And number three, you go back to those people and say, hey, by the way, you inspired us to create a YouTube video to answer this question for you, thank you again, here's that video, and then they feel very much like, wow, you did this for me, when in fact, yeah, but also other people who had the same question. And number four, any other person, this is where your assistant can come into play, hey assistant, anybody who asks us a question about this, here's their answer, it's a YouTube video, send them this YouTube video.
1: Sure, yeah, that makes sense, that's a good idea. Yeah, some of that I hadn't really thought of before. I I like that idea of using people's questions to feed maybe like a weekly Q&A where we can just say, thanks for your question, so-and-so. We wanted to share this with everybody because it's such a good question. So Mm -hmm. here you go.
0: Uh, I mean, I would make it its own YouTube video. I would make the hook of the video not about like, hey, thanks for the question. Like, here it is. I would make the video, just like you know how to do, very much about that topic. And after the hook of the video, which is like, you know, hey, have you ever been wondering how to, you know, travel in Mexico and what words are more, most important when you're getting around? Well, stick around because in this video, we want to teach you all that you need to know to get around safely when you're traveling in Mexico using Spanish. This was, in fact, inspired by a question from one of our members or, you know, from one of you. If you ever have a question, send us an email here. We'll answer these questions for you, be a part of the community, yada, yada, yada. And now you've hooked them. You've now shared that this is coming from somebody just like them. Now they're like, oh, community, okay. Oh, membership, cool. And and you know, like maybe you take these questions from your members first and then you can insert now another touch point about your membership. I mean, there's so many things you can do. I think you have, again, you have all the tools necessary and now you're building a team to go with it. Like I think 2021, whether or not we can go back to travel or not is gonna be an epic year for you. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot, Pat. I appreciate that. Yeah, you've given me tons of different ideas and
1: and uh, I'm going to have to talk this over with Mai and see what we <laughs> can start implementing. We're really excited to um, grow the membership and, and you know kind of get back into being consistent on YouTube. It's been a little while since we started the uh, podcast, but I'm confident that with our team and, and with these ideas, we can keep moving forward.
0: Awesome. If you don't mind, do you mind if we reach out to you in six months to check up on you, maybe get you back on the show and see how things are going? Absolutely, yeah, that'd be great. Okay, we'll hold you accountable to attend. then. <laughs> okay, sounds good, sounds good. <laughs> Thanks, man, I appreciate it. Where can people go to learn more from you and Mai? Thanks a lot, Pat. You can find
1: us on Spanishandgo.com and all of our social media is the same. We're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Everything is at Spanish and Go.
0: Thanks, man, appreciate it. Good luck and and we'll chat soon. Thanks for your help, Pat. Take care. All right, I hope you enjoyed that coaching call with Jim from Spanish and Go. You can find him on YouTube at Spanish and Go. All the social media channels, Spanish and Go, and head on over to Spanishandgo.com. I'm sure that if you are interested in starting to learn Spanish, that would be a very good resource for you to drop by to. So Jim, thank you so much for coming on the episode. And like I said, We're definitely gonna be holding you accountable and I'm looking forward to how you're going to take what has happened and turn those lemons into lemonade and make things happen. So really excited for you and for you, the listener. Thank you so much for subscribing. If you haven't already, please go ahead and do that now. And I appreciate all the reviews that many of you have made over the past few months. I read them all, I appreciate them all, and they just mean so much to me. And wow, what a way to start the year Let's crush it this year, you know, no matter what happens. Obviously, if we can get through 2020, we can kind of get through anything, right? So let's get through it together. And I look forward to serving you here continually in 2021. Thank you so much for all of your support. And I appreciate you. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace out. Team Flame for the win. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now you might've noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while.